Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Barroom Heroes. That was Pharrell Williams doing his best attempt to sing. That was Daft Punk, yo. That was Pharrell singing. Yeah. Okay. With, With Daft, Daft Punk. Daft Punk. D A F T P U N K. God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm learning. I still don't like music. Anyways, it's disgusting how much you don't like music. Dude. I know. I'm sorry. Gives me a headache. For all the listeners, we're trying to pick out intro music, and there's literally not like. A band, not a song. You're like a sociopath. How do you not like... Don't say that. How do you not like music? It's like, uh, I'm not a big fan of movies. Oh, there's people that don't like movies. Those people are fucking weird. Hey, you know what I'm thinking about watching tonight that I haven't seen yet is Uh, Kong Skull Island. Oh, okay. Is it good? Um, It's cool. That was a terrible reaction by you. It's cool. I actually know the director. You do? Yeah, can he send me some scripts or something to... No, probably not. I we, can read along with the movie? We used to compete together uh, in speech and debate when we were in high school. Oh, how much? How many people did you do that with that are more successful than you? A lot. <laughs> all of them. Josh Gad? <laughs> yeah, all of them. The fucking director of this movie, some golfer that's on no, tour or something? No, he was just a dude I knew. Oh, uh, okay. He's just some dude that you used to know. I'll give you... $50. This is if the you, worst start to the podcast. I'll give you $50 if you can name the band that sang that song you were just singing. Uh, I, no, I don't know. I have no idea. But I know I heard it from that person, Gautier, or whatever. Oh, fuck. Is that the right answer? Yeah. But was it made before then? No. He, didn't, he created that? I thought I'd heard that years and years ago. Well, it was an old song when okay. it blew up. Okay. Uh, I'm Kevin Elliott. One of your hosts of the Barroom Heroes podcast with me, as always, Stack Guy Joe. What's up, Joe? Hello. Or Cliff, as I call him, from Cheers. Well, um, actually, that's Cliff's, well, that's every, every nerd's line. Well, um, actually. <laughs> Chris Centeni is not with us again two weeks in a row. Um, he wants us to tell you it's because he's not funny and we won't let him come back until he gets funny, but it's really just scheduling conflict this week, so. Yeah. Uh, He's in Jamaica trying to get his groove. (laughs) He should be back next week. I'm gone next week, so my apologies. But if you guys put an episode, cool, dude. Woo! We'll do it. Too bad Chris isn't here because there's a Game 7 tonight for hockey. Is there? Yeah, Winnipeg and and Nashville. I feel like that's always in season. Yeah, and you know what? That's about all we can say about that because neither one of us know a lot about hockey. But you know what we do know about? Uh... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. No, I cool. don't. Cool. We know about hoops. You and I are NBA fans. If you know anything about sports, it's a little bit of NBA. You know a little bit. A little bit. And as of today, the conference finals are set. 
And I got to be honest with you, bruh. I'm really excited about these matchups. Now, in the Eastern Conference, it would have been so much better had Kyrie Irving not gotten hurt. Because it's Cleveland against Boston. And how great would it have been to see Kyrie Irving against LeBron James? The Uh, year he gets traded. That would have been been so intriguing to see. You're still going to kind of see it. I mean, he's on the team. He's not playing. But if he's playing and LeBron has to D him up, that would just be so fun to watch. It would be. But it's not going to happen. It's LeBron against the Celtics. And I love how a lot of people say that. They don't say Cavs versus Celtics. It's LeBron versus the Celtics. Because Cleveland will only go as far as LeBron will take them. Boston is a full team. Terry Rozier playing out of his mind. Jalen Brown made a huge leap. Remember how last week we were talking about how shitty it would be to get most improved player? Yeah. He probably deserves most improved player from last year to this year. I like when guys get the most improved players and they don't act like we were were talking like we would act, but they're like genuinely sincere about like accepting the award and appreciating They're like thank you i worked so hard yeah. you're like you sucked yeah bro. you were real bad last you year sucked last year <laughs> uh what do you think cleveland boston how many games do you think it goes and who wins um i think it goes uh i'm gonna say five games yeah i don't have who three. wins uh, cleveland oh wow and five yeah i think i think that they're they know that they got to get ready for the next team up and so they got to put this one down, and especially without Kyrie, it's like I get it. There's but guys won on. these two series pretty easily. They haven't lost at home yet in the playoffs. I don't think what you mean, Boston. They're terrible on the road. Yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, I don't know. I could be because I haven't paid as much attention recently uh, to, in the NBA season because the Suns are just so hard to fucking watch. Um, I don't. I'm not sold on a bunch of these younger guys. Like uh, a buddy of mine was asking me about the Suns and what we're going to do in the draft. And, hey, you think this guy uh, out of wherever is going to, like, change the franchise? This fucking young dude, he's playing like crazy. I'm like, oh, you mean that child? You think that child's going to come in and change the franchise? No, I don't think that. I don't think a lot of these guys, uh, especially like even one or two years in, I don't think they know what they're going to be yet. I don't think they've had a clear line of how far they're going to go or what their um ceiling is and so like same thing with uh fucking philly these philly kids they're playing really well because they don't know they're not supposed to so it's like yeah they're gonna be great until they realize that they're not supposed to be playing that well against this team and then they're gonna get shook a little bit and i think that boston has that potential even though they're a little more seasoned i just don't see them really pulling it off do you? Um, <clears throat> who, Boston? Yeah. No, I think I'll pick Cleveland to win. It's just impressive to me how Boston's played as such a team, and they've played so well at home. Brad Stevens is a great coach, much better than Tyron Lue over on Cleveland's side. Cleveland's got to have some role players step up and play well. Tyron's kind of the coach. I know, right? You know what I read today that actually, you know, LeBron owns Toronto. He, they pretty much gave him a key to the city at this point. He just owns everything that they do. <laughs> Fucking Toronto's letting LeBron fuck their wife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Toronto's all cucked out for LeBron. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but they were saying last year in the playoffs, LeBron was calling out Toronto's plays for them. 
Like, they would come down court, call a play, and LeBron would guard Pat, uh, Patrick Peterson? Mm-hmm. Is that it? No. Patterson. Yeah. Patrick uh, Peterson. Patrick Patterson. Was in the NFL. Uh, yeah. And he would say, no, you got to move up a little bit. Your spot's up here in the corner. And then DeMar DeRozan's going to come down and set a down screen for you, and then he'll pop up. In the middle of the play. <laughs> and then he'd be like, oh, shit, I'm running the wrong play. <laughs> he nailed it every time. Um, so, I, I mean, I think LeBron and Cleveland win in six or seven. Okay. so Actually, gonna... if it goes to seven in Boston, I would take Boston. So Cleveland's got to win in six, Boston will win in seven. I, I think – Boston gets one at home to not look foolish, but I think in that game one... Sunday is game one. They're going to get popped in the mouth and go, oh, shit, we haven't been playing like a real Jason Tatum's about to get a rude awakening. Yeah. He's played great in this postseason, but he hasn't played LeBron yet. No. He hasn't had to defend... Who have they played? They played Philly, so he had to defend Robert Covington and Redick. This is two weeks in a row. I'm not trying to like suck LeBron's dick. I'm not trying to like say... I'm the biggest LeBron fan, but you just got to recognize game when you see it. Right. And it's, it's there, and you can't do much about it except for wait for it to go away. Boston doesn't have anybody to stop LeBron. They could put Marcus Smart on him. He's obviously down in size, but he's a great defender, and he'll flop and get a couple offensive fouls on him. Uh, who knows? If LeBron gets in foul trouble, Cleveland's fucked. Two things. One, LeBron's a smart player. He's not going to get into foul trouble. Two. The refs won't allow him to get the <laughs> so NBA won't yeah. 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 Just like when uh, my buddy talked about the draft again, was like, yo, you think we got a chance at that first pick? You think you got a chance at that first pick? I was like, no, it's going to Chicago. <laughs> if it does, that Did you hear the league literally called, uh, what's his name, the fucking owner of the Bulls? No, I didn't hear that. They called and were like, get your shit together. Like, they, the league is mad that Chicago is so bad right now. Yeah, I mean, they are pathetic. If they give them the number one pick, I'll be so pissed. Uh, yeah, they won't. It's on Tuesday when we find out where we we pick. Yeah. We'll, we'll Listen, see. Listen, before we get to the Western Conference Finals, the Suns, intriguing. Today they made a little bit of news. They said after the season's over, they're going to offer Clint Capella from the Rockets a max contract. He's a restricted free agent. Cool. Right. He's a restricted <laughs> free agent. If we get the number one pick, what's the point? Because they're going to draft Aiton, who's the same player as Capella is. But here's my question to you. You could just be naming kids from your graduating class at this point, by the way. I don't know those people. God, Joe. I don't. I mean, like, I've heard. You have two computers in front of you. You I know, can easily look them up. I know I could, but I don't need to because he's a child. Like, he's doing good. I've heard his name a couple of times on highlight reels or just in sports, whatever, uh, talks here Ugh. but just having watching you fight through that sentence to try and figure out what to say next oh, i was trying tough. to think of where i actually heard his name before and it's like on tv I don't, during games he's a good player i don't uh have faith in that i mean cool that'd be fine but it's it's nothing well it'd be a dumb signing if we draft deandre Aiden. it's nothing that makes me go like i gotta get my season tickets back they got clint capullo capella capello yeah that's that guy that does stand-up. He always wears the hat, right? <laughs> I love that dude. He was on uh, fucking the show with, uh, what's her name? Went to Netflix. Amy Schumer? No. Um, she bounced Chelsea Handler. Oh, yeah. Didn't she always have Clint Capullo hanging out? Nope. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't even know who you're referencing. Um, the comic Capullo. 
Who the fuck is that? He's a squatty guy. Always wears a hat. Hi, I'm. <laughs> what? I can't remember his name. He was always on Chelsea. Josh Wolf. No, he always wears a hat. No. Anyways, so anywho, Kawhi Leonard could be up. For Greg trade. Capullo. Oh, I don't, still don't know who the fuck you're talking about. Okay, uh, Kawhi Leonard's up for trade. <laughs> he what? Is. And I bring that up because the Suns. Could legitimately trade for him. Oh, you know what? That'd and be would, great because he totally brought San Antonio to the promised land. So let's bring him in. That'd be perfect. I'm serious. I know. I'm being facetious. Though. I know. I don't care. What? How do you not care? You're a Suns fan. It's not enough. If you get Booker, and I know you and I aren't big on Booker, right? right? But if you get Booker and Leonard and then draft Aiton... Cool. And then plug them with veterans. You're the ninth best team in the league. You don't awesome. think you make the playoffs? I, maybe. It's better than what the fuck we've been doing. It is. But again, the Suns, one of the cool records we have is uh, we're the number one team in sports to have the most playoff appearances with never bringing home a championship. We're so, like the fourth winningest NBA franchise, and we've never won a championship. Right. And so as a Suns fan, since I was born, to me... Being bounced in the first round uh, or the second round even is – that's not enough anymore, man. If they're going to get me this season to was bring back my season tickets, they need to put a product on the floor that I at least feel like – And you don't think that's a good product. Kawhi Leonard, one of the best players in the league. I've never been a huge Kawhi guy. I get it. He's a really great player, but he's got kind of – same. I've never been a big Harden guy because he's got that old man style about him, and it works. I don't like, I like Harden. I like it, but it's it's not enough for me to really get it done. Like it gets it done, it does. It's, it's substance over style for sure. But I feel to get to the promised land, you got to have that guy. And Kawhi Leonard is that guy's right hand. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Devin Booker's that. I think of Devin Booker that way. Exactly. He's the, Clay Thompson, but we don't have Steph Curry. The Suns, for a lot of years, since especially the, the Nash uh, Stoudemire years, have said, like, hey, we can't get that guy. Let's just get two right hands and put him on the floor, and that'll work. It'll equal that, and it doesn't. We had three of the league's top point guards playing off of each other, and it still didn't work. No, nah, but Isaiah Thomas, we've come to find out, isn't as good as everyone thinks he is. He was when he was in Phoenix. He's a, No, he wasn't. He, he was, was a playing. system guy. He's a system guy. And he, he was good in Sacramento. Phoenix. He, fit he did not system. play well here. He, he did played well in Boston, and he sucked in Cleveland, and he sucks in L.A. When he had to compete for that spot with Bledsoe and he Dragic. He like three good games. Compete, and he lost the job to Bledsoe and Dragic. Right. But every time, because he lost the job, every time he got on the floor... He was. Oh, pull up his stats. He was Elliot Perry, bro. You put him on the floor and he was draining shit constantly. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Pull up his stats from when he was with the Suns. Do you know how to do that? No. God damn it, Joe. (laughs) You want me to pull up stats? (laughs) I know it's a lot to ask for from our stat guy. Oh, that's right. Fine. Hold on. Let me see. I'll try. I just. I look. We still need a point guard. Here's one thing before I even get into that stuff. I have a friend who claims D'Antoni is a great coach. And I think Mike D'Antoni is not a good coach. Because in Phoenix, all he did was have Steve Nash and say, run. Okay? And that's what he's doing in Houston. He's, uh, he allowed he's got Steve. Great, right. He's got great enough point guard or guard play 
because Harden brings the ball up a lot too, not just Chris Paul, that he can say, just go. And in the game I was watching in their last game, he admitted that he doesn't call plays because that was our biggest gripe out here. Anytime we had to call a play, he couldn't, and we'd lose the game. We lost every close game there was because he'd never drop a play correctly. He'd give it to Nash, and then Nash would dribble the ball until the clock ran out. It yeah. was fucking terrible. No, I really I want to fight you. Why? <laughs> you like D'Antoni? I love D'Antoni. Uh, but then he went to New York and sucked. He went to the Lakers and he sucked. Did because he and didn't. now he's in Houston where he's got a roster that is his, good to what he does. His system requires uh, a point guard that you give the ball to and you right, say, that's fair. come that's up fair. with the last play. And because it's his system. You're right. But he, he, he's X's and O's, he's dog shit. He very rarely drew up detailed last second plays. He would say, look, here's how we clear out space for Nash to operate. And Nash usually operated for the win he, he we came out with the win more fame. than we came out with the loss during those years no in those no, last yeah, no, yes no and you're wrong about isaiah thomas too i'm looking at it right now what stat do you want to know How many um, points per game yeah 15.2 coming with off the, the bench. Suns. yeah coming off the bench yeah, that does shut me up a little bit one steal 3.7 assists yeah that's not bad how many minutes um, and this is just with the Suns. It's not the, the full year. No, yeah. Uh, minutes per game, 25. He didn't play very many games for us, did he? Mm. We traded him pretty quickly. Yeah, he played 46. Oh, that's more than I thought. And he played 25 minutes a game coming off the bench and with 15 points. All right. That's Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. That's probably what he did in L.A. also. But... I guess he isn't terrible. He's just not... What he did in Boston last season was incredible. In L.A., he was putting up 15 points a game off of 26 minutes. All right. So, yeah, just about the same. Uh, he just wasn't good in Cleveland. Yeah. So, and he missed a bunch of time in Cleveland, and then they traded him pretty quickly. And I can get that. He's a smaller guy. If he's not fitting into the system... Actually, in Cleveland, he was doing 14.7 off of 27 minutes. So he's the same goddamn guy everywhere. Yeah. He had one anomaly season in Boston, and in Sacramento he put up 20 a game. But last yeah. season he was great for Boston. In, yeah, he put up 28 for Boston. It's wild, man. And he had – it wasn't just the points. He had great games in Boston. Yeah, average six assists. Could you imagine if Boston had Kyrie and Gordon Hayward right now? Yeah. It would change everything. Yeah. Now, I mean, kind of. I mean, it would change it a little. That's the thing, man. You're getting 40 points. There, I know you're taking away from players. There are powerhouse teams that unless you can unless you can look at your roster and go, well, yeah, we can beat Golden State and have confidence in saying that, yeah. you're fucking lying to yourself. So let's get into it. Western Conference, this is a series everybody's been waiting for all season, is the Rockets against the Warriors. Right, because the Rockets have one of the, the – maybe the only team in the NBA that goes, hey, we could do it. But they're not saying we will do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're thinking, hey, we got a shot here, guys. We could, you know, a couple things go our way. We could make this happen. Um, and that's that's the disparity we're at right now. That That's the reality of it is you're looking up. If you're in the NBA right now, you're looking up at one of two teams that are real tough to cross paths with. <clears throat> It's going to be fun because it's going to be 128 to 125 every game. Uh, There's going to be zero defense. Yeah, none. 
It is. It's yeah. You're right. It's going to be an all star game. Yeah. Fourth quarter comes around. They're like, all right, we should probably play some defense. Yeah, and even that's going to be like, I'm going to swipe for the ball. So let's look at it. They play, we know what the Warriors. <laughs> Both have. these teams play like me in NBA 2K, where <laughs> I just like run down. I try to steal it a bunch, and if I don't steal it, then I just let them do like whatever, and I come down and dunk it. <laughs> Shoot threes. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be probably 60 threes attempted every game. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they'll make 58. <laughs> I mean, maybe. The Warriors, we know what they have. They've got Steph, who's healthy. And I think and the 50, 53 days off, right, helped. Um, arrested, healthy Stephen Curry. Clay Thompson is actually pretty inconsistent in the playoffs. So, But he defers, and that's why. Well, and I think a lot of times... Even though Steph is the main threat, they put their best uh, defense on Clay because they know if you can shut Clay down, you, you can have a chance. You can kind of let Steph go off, but if Clay yeah, gets you going, chance. you're done. And Clay is one of the better defenders in the league, mm-hmm. so it's going to be a fun matchup between him and Harden. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Warriors have Durant, which and Harden is a horrible defender. Yeah, he doesn't play defense. Yeah, uh, so. but Chris Paul's great at defense. Yeah, leads the league in steals almost you, every year. You put Chris Paul on Clay or Chris? I put Chris Paul on Steph. Oh, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, Steph. Chris on Steph, Harden on Clay. But I think PJ Tucker on Kevin Durant. I, I, you app yeah, you put then, PJ on Durant for sure because he starts. But then you're then you're running rotations in of Gerald Green and Luke Mbamute, and I think Mbamute is going to. Him up better than anybody else on the Rockets. Uh, but what do they if they put their I think death PJ's lineup in? Surprise you, dude. If, PJ's such a fucking work. I love PJ. Yeah. He plays basketball. He plays hard. He plays like Westbrook. Yeah. They play hard. Yeah. He's a, every game. He's a lunch pail. He guy. doesn't, yeah. He doesn't take anything for granted. He's in this league and he knows what he's supposed to do. And he can shoot threes. Crazy. He journeyman. can give you some offense. But yeah, he, he didn't get drafted. He played in shit leagues until he got on the Suns. He played with the Raptors for a few games. And, um, but I, yeah, I mean, I, I root for him. Me too. Um, but if they go with their death lineup of Steph, um, Clay, Steph, Durant, Clay, Durant, Andre. Green, and Iguodala. Who does Capella guard? I mean, does he guard Durant? They're the same height, but he'll get beat on the dribble. They're all getting beat on the dribble. Who's going to guard Draymond? I, PJ could guard him. Mm. Houston's got some issues matchup-wise. It's going to... But then Houston's you know going, bench going is back deeper to, if that's the way Golden State decides to start game one. Going back to what you were saying about D'Antoni... I think Kerr took a lot of points from D'Antoni, but then also implemented implemented. a bunch of stuff from uh, Phil Jackson, probably, uh, because he runs a similar style. But this matchup in particular is a chess match. It's it's all about putting who on what, and I think that Steve Kerr has a really good knack for that. I think here's the thing that'll separate it. Golden State can win just being them. Mm Mm-hmm. Houston can only win if guys like Eric Gordon or Trevor Ariza go for 30 in a game. Yeah. And they could. They've done it a mm-hmm. bunch of times. But I think that has to happen Golden in State, order for them to win. Because they'll State, let Harden get 40 because they'll yeah. just erase that with Durant's 40 or Steph's 40. Right. And you're you're right. Uh, Golden State can win this matchup being themselves, whereas Houston has to be the best of the Houston. They have they to play their four best games of the season to be Golden State, which isn't fair to say, but everybody has to do that against Golden State. Excuse right. me. 
in order to win. So do you think it's going to be a fourth consecutive year of Warriors-Cavs in the finals? Yes. How crazy if that's the case? Um, I think the only reason it's crazy is because it goes to the exact conversation. We, we're right. We're holding it all the way back from the beginning. Uh, I think it goes back to the conversation of how good is this um, league where you can have a team that's so heavily stacked but then also have one guy that has literally nobody with him and pulling them up and bringing them to the finals four years in a row and taking some of them. You know what I mean? Like he would been if he makes it this year's eight in a row. That's what I'm saying. And it's unbelievable with nobody. And I know the East stinks, so it's a lot easier. If he was in the Western Conference, that wouldn't have happened. He would have lost to Golden State. He would have moved out east. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a right. long time ago. Right. Taking my <laughs> talents anywhere east. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you, I know you don't watch SNL, but did you see that new uh, SNL sketch about LeBron uh, about the Cavs? Uh-uh. It's basically like the Cavs warm up video they play for the crowd. Um, and it's like a bunch of LeBron stuff, and then hey, we're the other guys, and it's just like Keenan Thompson <laughs> and like Donald Glover, whoever they had around. Like, yeah, you know what? I might not be good at free throws, but I'm real good at giving high fives after free throws. <laughs> <laughs> and like their hype up stuff. It's like we got a dog on the team. SNL to me is dog. just like Seinfeld. I never thought it was funny, but when people talk about it, it's hilarious to me. Oh, bro. This most recent Seinf- or SNL, Seinfeld. It was Glover, right? Donald yeah. Glover? Yeah, it was one of the best episodes they've had uh, really? in the season, at least. Glover's great. Glover is great, and they had a couple really funny sketches. Did you see anything about the Kanye place? Mm-mm. It was like a parody of A Quiet Place. I'm going hard at Kanye in the paint on Twitter. Yeah, Have you? <laughs> yeah. Just been, waiting to get that block. <laughs> I, I wrote a joke a while ago that I've been working in more and more now. Uh, and it's just a quick line, but it's my favorite Kanye song is that one where his mouth is wired shut. <laughs> and it works now. It seems timely. Yeah. But I wrote that shit way back in like college dropout. <laughs> that was a good album. Well, that's a good album. I have no idea. <laughs> you, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like we're talking Kanye and I'm like, oh yeah, he's like, no, you don't. Not a lot. That's crazy, man. Uh, That's a great album. I had the album, but I never listened to it. It was great. I did this thing where, when remember when CDs would come out every Tuesday, the new ones? Uh-huh. I would go to Best Buy every Tuesday and buy at least one. So my CD collection was awesome, but I never <laughs> would listen to them. You're like so when people come I'm my buy car, action figures and let's go, <laughs> yeah yeah that's, put them in I the mean, box. kind of people would get in my car and they'd be like oh cool let's listen to this and they just play whatever to keep them happy but I never would listen to and you're like ever. I just wish they would put on AM radio yeah we, we I just want to listen to talk want to listen to podcasts before podcasts no shit man I should have been the inventor I was listening to this stuff way before who would have uh, thought you could listen to the radio on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I don't. I don't know why I hate music so much. I just it gives me a headache, and I it, I get annoyed of it really quickly. There's songs I like, like I like the Dirty Heads group. No, you don't. I do, but I eventually I hate Dirty Heads. They play. Yeah, I played a Dirty Heads song earlier. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. You played Sublime with Rome. Oh, you're right. It's the same fucking thing. Is it? <laughs> Yes. Well, it didn't sound like the same at all. Yeah, it's very... It's and like, actually, I'll be honest with you. Like, there's only oh, like no. a few Dirty Head songs I actually like. Uh, I don't like Sublime with Rome. I only like Long Beach Dub All-Stars. <laughs> Who are they? Are they good? The same guys. Oh. <laughs> uh. Sorry, man. Yeah, my walk-up music would just be nothing. 
<laughs> it would just be totally silent. Or it would be the radio guys talking about something else. Yeah, coming up next is Kevin Elliott. So Kevin Elliott likes uh, basketball. He likes baseball. He likes football. What's going on in politics? No, I hate politics. Don't play he's this. taking the microphone out of the stand. We'll see you later. <laughs> Josh on Facebook asked us to talk about Matt Patricia this week, if we would. And I said cordially, let's do it. Who's Matt Patricia? Matt Patricia is now the head coach of the Detroit Lions, but he was the defensive coordinator for the New England Patriots for quite a while. Oh. And he's in the news now because as a 21-year-old frat boy in college, him and a friend were accused of vigorously sexually assaulting a co-ed. College co-ed. Vigorously? Yeah, pretty aggressively. What is um, that tale? They've denied it. And then a year later, the girl dropped the charges on them altogether. That's why no one's heard about it since. The Patriots never knew about it, nothing. Uh, I don't have much to say about it, to be honest, Josh, because I don't know what in, it all entails. It's also 21 years ago, 22 years ago that it happened. Um, it's a terrible thing if it did happen. I mean, f- I w- hate the fucking guy, but I wasn't there. Who knows? Uh, I want to know what vigorous sexual assault is. Is I mean, it rape? probably rape? I don't know. It's, yeah. Well, then call it rape. It's not vigorous sexual assault. If it's I don't rape. like calling it rape. Rape is the worst. It's like to me the worst word ever. It just it's fucking awful. All I can picture is you ever remember the video for "Smack My Bitch Up" by Prodigy? No. You Again, know? music, man. I don't. I can't follow it. It was like a POV video, so it was just through this guy's eyes, and he gets fucking hammered. And he goes around just doing horrible shit. And one of the things, he just like, every woman he sees, he just like grabs what? everywhere he can. Yeah. I mean, that's video proof. And then he takes, <laughs> uh, he takes like a, breaks into a car and takes like a prostitute out on the road. It's a fucking. Like Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. It's a lot like a first person Grand Theft Auto. It's a wild video. Man, that sucks. That was back in the 90s. I don't have a problem with him being the coach. What I think is is interesting nowadays, to piggyback off of the Matt Patricia stuff, is when you get in a position of, it's not power, that's definitely not the right word, but you get this new position of something. Celebrity? Maybe, yeah. And all of a sudden, shit comes out about you from the past, where DiCincenzo from Villanova, he has the great championship game where he scores 31 points and they win. And then people go on his Twitter from when he was 14 years old and he put rap lyrics on there that have the N-word. And he's a white kid. So they're trying to take him down that way. It's like, well, where was that when it happened at any time up until now? Uh, Josh Allen did the same exact thing. He gets drafted in the NFL. The night before the NFL draft, someone leaks his tweets of when he said inappropriate shit when he was like 12 years old. And this now Matt Patricia, head coach of the Lions. Hey, let me resurface this story from 20 plus years ago. Why? Donald Trump, same thing. No. What the fuck are you talking about? Old news presidents, I guess. Anytime you run for office, they dig up everything about you from your past. Okay, well... I'm of two minds about this. One, I get what you're saying. Yeah, when someone reaches a position of power or celebrity, some, somewhere where people can tear them down, they will. And if they have to go back in your tweets and find you saying something ridiculous from 14 years ago, I get that people grow up and people change. But guess what? There's no uh, MySpace posts of me posting the N-word or 
sexually assaulting women when I was 14 or yeah, whatever. Good point. And the one that really made me go, what is the Donald Trump thing? That shit happens daily. So that's, what do you mean? You can't say like old news or like old whatever. Like, oh, that's from like decades ago. It's like, no, it's from like last week. That's from yesterday. Was it? A lot of that. A lot of shit, yeah. I mean, if you're talking like the like, Stormy Daniels stuff, yeah, the Stormy Daniels thing, the affair happened what like ten years ago or something, but the cover-up didn't happen until right before the election. He didn't okay. actually pay her until like the week before the election. Okay, yeah, all right. I, again, I don't know politics, so I go to yeah. you for that shit. Uh, <clears throat> it's so crazy that we know that the affair took place. We know that money was exchanged to her to keep her mouth shut. And people are still like, eh, I don't know. It's not really clear. It's like, what are you unclear of? Why yeah, I guess he, you're right. Why would he pay? Why would anybody pay her that amount of money for a grand? non-disclosure agreement? 130 grand to shut up. I'm. She should have said something. That's, that's not enough money. That's to shut why up. this shit is really blowing up. I'm sure she was like, oh, 130 grand, okay. And then like a week later, he becomes president. And she was like, ah. Oh. I didn't think that was going to happen. I could have made so much more money. She get a million dollars on a book deal for opening her mouth. Right. She, dude. She was on SNL. She was. Yeah. She was in the no cold, way. She was in the cold open, and she took uh, a phone call. Like, Shut the fuck up. Yeah. There was like all kinds of this, these calls going through. Ben Stiller is Michael Cohen. Donald Trump, Alec Baldwin, whatever. Who's Michael Cohen? Is he the uh, attorney for her? Yeah. Michael Cohen is the lawyer for Trump. Uh, okay. Who's the attorney for her? He's a sleazy dude. No, he... Uh, he something. looks Avanti. like... Avanti. He does look like a... Ashanti, the singer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he does look like a sleazy dude, but he's taking his time in the spotlight and using it. Is, he, is it like Kato Kalin type of shit? Well... Although Kate, he was an attorney, but I'm saying yeah. like... He's just kind of this guy that now is like, oh, I can definitely benefit off of this. Oh, he's making a case to be... The lawyer of the next decade. Okay, like he's like the celebrity defendant lawyer. He wants Wait, to be the. What's what's the difference, defendant and plaintiff? A defendant is who's being accused of the crime. So Trump yeah. is a defendant. Yeah. Okay. So the plaintiff is this guy. So he wants to be the plaintiff attorney. He wants to be. The, Man, I'm stupid. The attorney that took down a president is what he wants. That's, could you imagine having that on your resume? I'm that, yeah, it would be very appealing, Holy and shit. that's that's what he wants. You went from a hundred dollars an hour to five hundred thousand dollars an hour. Yeah. A lot of lawyers would come out in the position that he's in and be like, "Well, we have these things, and we feel like we have a strong case." This dude's coming out like, "Yo, we got it all, and guess what? We're going to be happy with a resignation." Even the Stormy Daniels thing when she was on SNL. Uh, Alec Baldwin is Trump's like, Stormy, what can I do to make this go away? She's like, how about a resignation letter? And like, dude, they want... Wow, as part of the joke, they went real serious. Oh, it was it was very on the nose. Uh, huh. But I'm telling you, both of them, they want to be a story that goes into history books. Was all this Saturday about- Night Live stuff this past episode? Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'll just go back and I'll watch that, I guess. Sounds like a lot went on. You can fast forward through a couple, but uh, make sure you watch the one. It's like a 90s R&B video uh, where Donald Glover is like this R&B singer. is like, I saw you kissing him in the rain. You, it's so dumb, but you have to watch it. It's super yeah, funny. I'll try. Yeah. So very interesting. And a Kanye place. It's like a quiet place, uh, which you haven't seen yet, um, but it's very good. 
Uh, it's like a quiet place, but instead of... Oh, the movie with uh, Krasinski? Yeah, where they have to be like quiet or the monsters come out. Shut the fuck up. Is that the whole movie? Uh, kind of. That's real stupid. Uh, it's real good. Is it? Yeah, check it out. It's good. Um, but so this was like a spoof on that where they have to like stay quiet or the monsters are going to get them, but they keep getting notifications on their phone about shit Kanye said. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then they just get like taken out Tony, immediately. It's funnier when people tell me about it than when I see it. I yeah. bet it's going to be stupid when I see it. It's funny. I hope so. Yeah. Um, but it, to finish up, even just as Matt Patricia stuff, I am a believer in second chances when it's 20 years later. If you've now shown me for 20 years that you're not that guy, I get that. Now, I, I forgive and I don't forget. That's my kind of thing. I'll forgive you and I'll be cool with you, but I won't forget what you did. And I'll, in the back of my head, kind of be like, I mean, it could happen again, I guess. So but how much jail time do you think Cosby deserves? The rest of his life. That's, what's, that's what he's getting, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't paid attention to it. How crazy would it be if Bill Cosby died in jail? It wouldn't be that crazy at this point. He's I mean, it wouldn't be crazy. That's what That's what pretty much should happen at this point if you know everything you goes. You can't be doing that, dude. You're taking advantage of people like that? You can't, but Bill Cosby, for what he was for so many years, to if like you time-traveled. Would you go back, back and watch the Cosby show? I mean, that's the thing. Cosby Show's kind of been taken out of syndication. It was everywhere. But it's great. It's uh, yeah, really funny. It's really funny. And his stand-up was always really funny. Uh, but to think, like, one of the pillars of the black community for so many years in a positive way, that's like finding out Black Panther was selling crack. Like, that is nuts, man. That's how he made his fortune. Yeah. Wakanda's got vibranium and pure coke. That's it's And that's like how American Gangster nuts, got man. started. Yeah. I mean I mean as an Italian, I'm used to our heroes being horrible people, but that's gotta be rough. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, as Italians, your heroes are mob bosses. Dictators. That's true, dude. Shit. Shit, wasn't it? Is it Gotti's son that just made the news? Or grandson or something? I don't know how old John Gotti would have been. Um, I think he's in sports or something. Or boxing. Uh, Fuck. Or no, he's a UFC fighter. Not in the UFC. He's an MMA fighter. But I think he's good. Wow. It's pretty cool because if you lose, you're like, I don't want to fucking lose to this guy. Yeah, I don't want to fucking lose to Gotti's <laughs> kid. Shit, yeah. Um, speaking of, boxing has Picked up pretty good, man. They've got good fights now. I watched one with Braden the other weekend. Golovkin fought some dude that sucked. <laughs> he beat the shit out of him in two rounds. Yeah. I keep hearing about all these niche sports like having resurgences. You know what I mean? I think because right now, especially, the NBA is now off until Sunday. The NHL is really off until the next round starts, except for this game seven. Well, so now you just have baseball, and it's at the point right now where it doesn't matter if you win or lose every game. Yeah. You're going to come back. Like, the Dodgers stink. They're injured beyond belief. I mean, and this happens every fucking year. Even last year at the beginning of the year, we were hurt. But our training staff, get a new training staff. Because every year these guys get fucking hurt. Now we have Seager out for the year. Turner's been out all year, but he may come back next week. Puig just came back yesterday off of the 10-day DL. We lost Kershaw to injury now. Ryu is out. Ryu is out for injury. We lost fighting Ken. All these guys and expect us to compete. And if we just keep close to the Diamondbacks, 
then I think when everyone gets back, obviously Seager won't be back, but we could be okay. We may be able to pull it out in the end. But, man, Diamondbacks are playing real good with this weird roster. Steven Souza Jr. starting shit with the Dodgers every game, picking fights, sliding into our guys. I kind of like it. I, I mean, I kind of like the grittiness. And I, the Diamondbacks want a rival so bad, and they don't have one. <laughs> and they want it to be the Dodgers more than anything. Just walking around like, fight me, happen. bro. Fight yeah. me, bro. Yeah, it isn't going to happen. They should just pick on the Padres. Let them be. It should be the Rockies, really, because they were expansion teams that were close enough to each other. Yeah. Um, well, the Rockies are out here a lot. Yeah, they have the same training facility, spring yeah. training facility. Uh, but for whatever reason, they just want – Want it to be the Dodgers so bad, but we're already rivals with the Giants, man. And it, that isn't going to break. We've been rivals with them since New York. So it is what it is. Diamondbacks are playing well. I don't think it'll last. But who knows? I don't. I know you don't. Do you don't how come you don't watch sports? What do you do? Because I know you're like a nerdy comic book There's so much guy. content, man. Um, what does that mean? So there's, I mean, let me and the listeners understand why you're so far tuned. What happened? Your computer uh, wanted to know something. Um, so when I say there's so much content, I mean, like, it, we're in a television renaissance. And on top of that, you have Netflix and Amazon putting every movie at your fingertips. Like, tonight, um, I'm sure the wife is going to want to watch something in particular. With Peter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> little joke from earlier that the listeners aren't privy to. But uh no, um she'll you know, she'll be like, Oh, let's watch uh whatever recorded on the D V R, right? All I want to do is go on Amazon. I saw earlier date. Remember the movie Angus? Nope. It was about a fat kid in high school and sounds he, like it. He had a friend with glasses and real big ears. I just remember as a kid I loved this movie and today I was reminded of it. And I looked it up, and it's available on, like, three different streaming services. And it's a movie that I haven't seen in years, but I remember liking. And I want to revisit uh, to find out why. And, I mean, that's the world we live in. It's like, oh, this movie from 20 years ago is at your fingertips. Any TV show is at your fingertips. And on top of that, because there's so much available to compete, all these companies are like, well, we have to put out high-quality content all the fucking time. So there's just too much shit to watch. So there's all these great things that I could be watching, all these great uh, scripted TV shows, whatever, scripted movie, however you want to look at it, and YouTube content that uh, I happen to like. We were talking about um, getting uh, a guy you know on the show who's a YouTube creator, um, and I was talking to another guy about who's a, a kind of a bigger YouTube creator about coming on the show. And I feel like that's another outlet. I, I watch a lot of just YouTube videos. You do watch a lot of YouTube. My son does too. Yeah, because you get information in you know 15-minute blocks from creators that you think are clever or interesting or whatever. So all these different options. And on top of it, you could watch baseball. Which has no urgency because not only is the game slow, but the season's way too fucking long. Or I could watch basketball, which has no parody. There's the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, but right now, that's why it's so fun to watch. What? If you're just a casual NBA fan, these two series, this is now you watch now. 
This is going to be fun. Right, but like we were talking about earlier, I don't believe that either Houston or Boston has a shot. But they they do have a shot. Right, but until they like are up. So you won't tune in until they're it's up like, three games on right. the other team. I'm not interested. Football, I'll watch because it's an, uh, kind of a party atmosphere. It's like going to a movie. You go with people. You do it with people. Football's easy to watch because it's once a week. Right. You can take three hours and enjoy a game right. once a week. Uh, That's why our stadium in Glendale works. Hockey is another one. I'm just not invested, so it doesn't drive me personally. Um, yeah, what else? Boxing. Game sevens in hockey are so Boxing. Great. I, I'll, I would... Unless it's Boxing's like, fun because once the match actually hmm. starts... It's nonstop. Unless it's celebrity boxing, which oh, is come on, super fascinating. Dude. Or um, a really big title card that I'm interested in because I have seen the fighters and I think that they're actually decent. I'd rather watch fucking World Star, man. I want to see somebody get knocked out. I went down a World Star rabbit hole one day. Yeah, bro. One day. I'm not saying like, oh, this one time. No, a day. You watched every I World, World Star, Star hip hop the fuck out of my day and watched them all. And damn it, it was amazing. It made me feel like a terrible person afterwards. Like, holy shit, this stuff is happening. If they dropped, uh, like, the Olympics and a new season of Stranger Things on the same day, I'd be like, well, I'm more invested in one of these two things. Is that fair? Is that a fair comparison? The Olympics is two weeks, two and a half weeks long. Stranger Things is you can binge them all at once. You could. But I personally don't have time for that. I usually have, like, I've been watching. the fuck has 13 hours on this? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'll usually watch, if I'm lucky, a couple episodes of something, and then I'm like, well, it's fucking. You got to do something with your day. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 There's only so much time to actually get that. Even though you love the show, if you've sat there for five episodes, when I was binging Game of Thrones, and I would watch, like, two episodes. And I'd be way into it and ready to start the third. Yeah. I'd also be like, I've been here for two hours just watching this. Yeah. So if it's a movie, that's fine. This is fine. But I got to go do something with my day. Well, yeah. Uh, or else your day is gone. And then I start the third episode. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I have a ton of stuff that I've been dying to see on Netflix. I want to start Wild Wild Country and Lost in Space and like all kinds of stuff that I have You're in my queue. You're all stuff, man. I wish I was. Yeah. It I would give me more to watch. But my Netflix is very simplified. Yeah, man. It's There's, the office. No, I'm just kidding. There are there is other stuff. We were talking about on text about Microsoft now making a play to buy Netflix, mm-hmm. and which I don't think will happen. I think Apple is the big buyer for Netflix. You think so? I, I would like that. Apple's talked about it already, and they Apple <clears throat> when this new like tax code shit comes down, Apple has like something fucking ridiculous, like 70, 90 billion. I don't even know how many billions they have offshore. That with this new tax thing, they can bring in. And it's literally like, well, what do we do with this huge amount of money? And one of the things they've talked about is, well, if we acquire Netflix, we can take up a bunch of that real quick and dump that money that we, the extra money, into content. And then if it's all Apple, Netflix integrated together, it's part of iTunes, whatever. Right. Uh, and it's part of the subscription model. They have such a huge network already built for it um, that they could really take advantage of that and push Netflix even more into the consciousness. Um, I enjoy talking about this stuff. I don't know why. So this, is, this is the nerd in me, maybe. Yeah, well, money. Uh, the, yeah. One of the things that I was talking about with a buddy the other day that I think is fascinating is, 
And I think it's still going to go down. The Disney Fox deal. Comcast is trying to make a push because, right. again, this is the streaming. AT&T, I think, is trying to buy. Who are they trying to Time buy? Time Warner. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's the content wars. All these uh, companies are gearing up because they know they need a streaming service and they need content. And whoever has the biggest library with the most appealing amount of content. You got to get Netflix. It's going to win. You and have to. Netflix is a huge piece of You're not of getting that. Amazon. But Disney. Bezos ain't selling that. Disney's like, you know what? We don't need Netflix. We're going to do it on our own with our huge Disney library. Sure. And to beef it up, we'll buy Fox. And at the meantime, they have Infinity War, which we talked about ad nauseum on the show. Comes out, sets these fucking huge records, biggest opening of all time, all this shit. And they go, okay, you know what we do? We add all these other characters that we have at Fox into the fold after we reset this stuff. And it basically blows all their brands up bigger. And I, it's just the smartest way to roll that out in a narrative form and also in a business form. It just blows my mind. They must have had this deal in mind for at least five years. So Netflix is worth $142 billion. Mm-hmm. They put out $8 billion of content every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make 100% profit. Yep. And they so, own, not only do they make 100% profit because they distribute and then take all that money back in, but now you have all the licensing of stuff mm-hmm. because that stuff becomes IP that then can be produced out. So Stranger Things Monopoly, 100% profit for Netflix. That's insane. Quick side question. Then I do want to get back to this because I'm not done, but <clears throat> if Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and Daredevil are Marvel... How come they're not in the other the movies? Um, so this is uh, a two sided thing. One, the there was talk of putting them in the most recent movie; they just couldn't fit. Uh, but the real reason is that there's not that connective tissue that people want. Okay, is because there's two guys that run uh, Disney movies and Disney television, and they used to work together, Kevin Feige and Jeff Loeb. They used to work together, uh, but they fucking hate each other. And Kevin Feige's a genius, and Jeff Loeb is a fucking troglodyte. So a what? A troglodyte? What's that? An idiot. He's it's like a <laughs> couldn't have just said. It's idiot. like a very unformed layman's term for that. Unevolved creature is what nah. it is. Anyways, so Jeff Loeb is like, uh, it really kind of happened around Iron Man three when the villain was supposed to be a woman. And Jeff Loeb's like, no, that won't sell action figures. No, no, no. And Kevin Feige's like, I'm fucking done with this guy. And they went to Bob Iger, who's the head of Disney. And they were like, yo, I can't. What a job. I know. Jesus Christ. Well, Bob Iger's setting himself up to run for president. I mean, it's a lot of pressure, but goddamn, do you get compensated well? Well, yeah. And since Bob Iger's taken over, they've acquired Disney. Or, I'm sorry. They've acquired uh, Lucasfilm. They've acquired Marvel. Jesus. And now they're acquiring Fox. So the dude's like, check out the resume, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's God shit over there. Yeah, right. So they go to Bob Iger to bend the knee and kiss the ring. He's <laughs> <And laughs> like, I can't work with this fucking fool anymore. So he's like, all right, you take TV. You take movies. Try to keep them connected, but do your thing. And so that's why there is that kind of divide between the two and why a lot of people have said like, they say it's connected. It's not. It's their own shit because they like uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is still a thing. Right? Yeah, right. I never watched it, but it's on. Uh, 
they had to do a season finale like the week that Infinity War was coming out. Yeesh. Right. But they weren't given a script of Infinity War. They didn't know what the movie was about. Mm. Same thing happened when... Were people in that show that are in the movie? No. Okay. But same thing happened when uh, Captain America Winter Soldier came out. Uh, they they were like on their second or third season. They're like, we're agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we protect the Marvel Universe because we're spies. And then uh, they were like, oh, yeah, by the way, in the new Captain America movie, S.H.I.E.L.D. is infiltrated by HYDRA. And HYDRA has taken over S.H.I.E.L.D. And then at the end of the movie, S.H.I.E.L.D. is left like fucking disbanded and exploded. And it's like, but... But we're the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we have a new season. So what do we do? And they had to kind of work around um, what the movies were doing. And they had to kind of curtail what they were doing. So they take the back seat um, because uh, they're not Kevin Feige. Well, and they're also just a TV show. That's true. But um, if they were integrated more there could be a lot more potential. Like if Jeff Loeb was just replaced by somebody else that Kevin Feige liked, you could see a much bigger, more interconnected, longer form thing. I guess. Really easily. Microsoft is in the talks of buying Netflix. Which is Microsoft is like $750 billion. So they could easily afford buying them. I said, if that happens, it's the end of Netflix. As we know it, they'll fuck it up. Uh, I like Apple. If somebody's going to buy them, I would like it if Apple did in comparison. But I hope that if the sale goes through, that they keep everybody at Netflix. Like, they keep their jobs. Well, yeah. And just say, continue doing what you're doing. We just own you now. That's why... They don't do this fucking weird changeover that a lot of these companies do, where they buy it and they've got these ideas, and then they fuck it up completely. That's the reason that Apple is the big... Uh, ticket that I've heard of for them because not only can Apple afford to buy them, but Apple is already dumping a ton, like literally, I think it's like some six billion or something into their own original content. It's real fucked up that now we're saying billions of dollars. Yeah. Like it's casual. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Jeff Bezos at Amazon. He's doing like a fucking $3 billion uh, Lord of the Rings fucking TV show. He is. Yeah. Because he wants... Amazon Prime putting out a... Uh, they're doing the... Uh, uh, what? The Tom Clancy show. Yeah. With uh, uh, Krasinski. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's our Jack Reacher. Um, that's what I'm saying is all these big companies are like, okay, the future is content. So Absolutely. how do we get our own original content? So even Apple, um, God, who doesn't, isn't a production company, is like, we have to get content. So they start pouring money in. But then once they get content, it's like, okay, now do we distribute this on iTunes? How many people use iTunes? If we partner with Netflix or acquire Netflix and use them as a branch of us, can we use their platform to reach more people? And so Amazon's kind of weighing the same thing. Like, how much money do we dump into this? But I think Amazon actually, as much as I am a huge Netflix fan, and I think that they're going to be one of the big content creators going forward. I think Amazon has the better model for being the hub because I don't have Amazon. If you you don't don't have Amazon uh, prime, um, you're paying too much for shipping. And if uh, Hmm. uh, you do have Amazon prime or a fire stick, even um, which I don't know if you've used a fire stick, uh, it's a central hub. It's got your Netflix, Hulu, your cable subscriptions, your Amazon accounts. Like, and then on top of that, 
just movies you can rent or buy or TV shows you can rent or buy. And it serves as an access point for multiple streaming services. And when Disney starts theirs, people are going to buy it. But they're still going to have their Netflix and maybe still their Hulu and a few holdovers that are doing well financially, maybe even still their cable. Who knows? And that Amazon platform allows you to access all of those in one easy-to-use, convenient space. So I think Amazon is the real winner here. I think as these content wars go up, you're still going to be using their service to access other services, and they're going to be an even bigger winner than they are now. It's wild to think that soon kids will be laughing at us for telling stories about having to wait a week to see a new episode of a show. Yeah, or commercials. Right? They're going to be like, you couldn't skip them? Dumb. (laughs) It's like, no, I used to love commercials when I was a kid. What, Dad? You're old. (laughs) Yeah, cereal commercials were the best. And it's like, I don't even eat cereal, dude. I eat binge. Ice cream commercials, or uh, like popsicle commercials were always my favorite. They had those weird ones where like... Popsicle jokes are the best. Yeah. We should just do a stand-up set of nothing but popsicle jokes. I mean, it would be terrible, but it would be fun for us. Yeah, it would be a blast for us. <laughs> yeah, man. I think it's it's interesting to see where everything's going. Uh, the TV market is changing now. When you look at it from a writer's standpoint, uh, the way that we would do things and pitch shows would be you make this incredible pilot. That's all. You put everything into it, and you still do. I'm just thinking ahead. Um, you put together this pilot, and it's perfect. Everything you want. And that's what you sell to the network. But now, or coming up in the future, you're going to have to do a lot more than that pilot because they're going to put the whole season out right away. Mm -hmm. So you've got to sell them on the pilot and the storyline for every character and how that first season is going to end in order to sell a show. And honestly, I mean, yeah, that'll, that'll still exist and we'll have it that way. But there's going to be an even graduated version of that where it's like, okay, here's the cinematic universe. Here's how we spin off toy sales. Here's how we spin off book sales and computer sales yeah. and game sales and whatever. Bottom uh, line, just like sports, it's all a business. Yeah. So how can you make the most money doing this? Nobody buys something for fun just because it sounds fun. All right. Now, now individuals do. They have individual projects Excuse me, that they'll pay for. Louis C.K. did it with his uh, whatever the fuck animated series he did. But even that... You do that because you believe it's something special and you believe he in your heart. Five, he spent $5 million to make it. Right. And but he, he hasn't sold anything. Like, he hasn't made but in his merchandise heart, of it. In his heart of hearts, he thought, I think, this is, I think, how everybody thinks. If you make something like that, a passion project, the only reason to produce a passion project is because you think when the world sees this, they're gonna, yeah, you're right. They're going to get it. You're right. And this is going to be something that nobody expected. <clears throat> yep. Um, you know, I, I, I hate to keep bringing it back to nerd shit, but Ryan Reynolds pushed to make Deadpool. Genius, man. For years and years and like, years. Like couldn't a decade ma- couldn't, at least. Couldn't make it. Nobody would buy it. Everybody thought it was fucking stupid that he was even suggesting it still. Mm-hmm. And then uh, him and his director of the first movie leaked the test footage uh, during Comic-Con. So all these nerds are like, this is the fucking greatest thing I've ever seen. And he made that passion project finally go forward because he was like, if people could just get a taste of this, they would know what we're doing. And that's that's why passion projects exist. If someone's like, I don't care, it didn't make money. It's like, 
No, somewhere where you're real mad deep down that people didn't get it. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. Let's get out of here. Okay. Um, we've talked enough fucking politics. Financial. And financial. Yeah. yeah. If anybody wants financial advice, email the show. Nah, don't do that. You'd get the worst advice ever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> spend it all on our show. So Invest can... in Amazon, whose stock's really high and is going to have like a drone hit someone's face and then they're going to get sued and lose everything. Did you see Tesla, their self-driven car, got in an accident and killed two people? Well, I saw that. I remember the one that happened here in Tempe. Yeah, no, Tesla has an accident. There. Oh, right. Tesla self-driving. My bad. Uh, yeah, man, I don't trust any of that shit. When you're driving a car that has an insanity button. <laughs> it does? Yeah, Teslas have a button. I think it's the insanity button. But it What? Like, yeah, it's like you hit it and you fucking turbocharge the thing like super quick. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I wouldn't do it, but that's cool to know that. Yeah, yeah. Think, fuck, man. I'm such a pussy. I'm afraid of everything. <laughs> I, I am. I think everything's really cool, but I don't want to try it. Would you ever go skydiving? Yeah. Have you? No, but, but I've been you bungee would. jumping. You did? Yeah. Scary? Uh, yeah, it was pretty scary. Really? Yeah, it was in a really kind of janky like, spot. Like Tijuana? No, it was behind Circus Circus. Holy and shit. And they were like... Uh, oh, Vegas. Yeah, that's fine. Well, yeah, but it was like... A back lot, and it was off this like huge crane thing. And there was like, a guy; he had a rubber band. I thought, cool, let's do it. Basically, and they're like, "I'm like, oh, is that pool? Because there's a pool underneath you, a kiddie uh, pool. It wasn't. <laughs> it up. wasn't big. Uh, <laughs> it was like a pool pool. But I was like, hey, is that like if the rope breaks? Is that supposed to like break my fall? And he's like, oh no, that would do nothing. That's so there, so that you can <laughs> kind of like touch your hands on the water. Uh, when you go down, he's like, but make sure you jump out far enough or else you'll hit the side of the pool. Holy fucking shit. Are and you I went, kidding me? What? And he went three, two, one and just pushed me. Oh, so that probably, that's not the case. You would have hit the pool. Anyway. I'm sure. But it was scared the fuck yeah, of out course, of me. Yeah, of course. It adds moment. to it. That's like, pretty cool. Goo. Have you seen that swinging chair where, yeah. and it tilts you over. So you're looking straight down at the ground yeah. and then it lets go and you fucking swing across where the. The, I don't know what it is. The, like key, the, the canyon. Yeah, Grand Canyon. I don't think it's the Grand Canyon. It's some huge. Maybe they it's have some huge there, ass canyon. Would yeah. you go? At, and I think they have it at the Grand Canyon. That Skywalk. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Where of course, you, it's just a bridge. Yeah, but it's glass. Yeah. And millions of people have walked over it now. Yeah, but it's like oh, I, oh, just it's not about really it. glass. It's like <laughs> tempered plastic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like tempered plastic. Oh, it's not glass. really glass. It's plastic. <laughs> you know, even less. Still, no, it's <laughs> like you could shoot that thing and it wouldn't break. Bullshit. No, for sure. You could. It's definitely. Shooter. It's got to be very safe. But yeah. still, I mean, there's buildings that have this shit. Man, I went to a wedding on the 96th floor of the John Hancock building. And you can feel the building sway. Yeah. It was real fucked up, man. Yeah. And I had to get real drunk to stay <laughs> at that wedding. Uh, <laughs> one of the fucking things that still kind of gets my palm sweaty thinking about it is in Vegas at the Stratosphere. They got this thing where you can jump off the side and you kind of like lower you down real fast. And it's not that big of a deal. And they have like a, a roller coaster that goes around the top of the Stratosphere it's pretty fucking intense because you're so high up. Ugh. And they have this teeter-totter thing that I did not like at all because it's pretty intense. It's like off the side. But then they have a thing on the needle called the Big Shot. Have you seen that or heard of that? I think I've heard of it. I've never heard the name, but I've heard there's another ride on the needle. Yeah, it's called the Big Shot. And it takes you – you're on top of the stratosphere, which looks like the Se- or the Seattle Tower right. needle or whatever. Space, Space needle. needle? Yeah. Looks like that. Uh, and you're on top, and they put you strap you to the needle, and they shoot you to the top of it super quick. And then there's like 
five seconds of weightlessness as yeah oh josh adam myers told me about it that's where i heard it from. when you're on the top of it and they lower you back down and fling you up and lower you back down um i've done that thing like five or six times uh every time i do it scares the fuck out of me and every time i do it when it hits the top and you get like that weightlessness oh god every time i think this thing broke so that's the feeling. You get the weightless and you're like, it broke, I'm hitting the ground. Yeah, you it broke and I'm flying off of the top of this building to plummet to my doom. Oh my god. Every time. And it's not that unfeasible because the fucking stratosphere went bankrupt like four times within like <laughs> seven years because pieces of their rides were falling off and hitting the strip. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, like pieces of the roller coaster track. Would fall off and land on the strip and damage no property. No way. And they would they went and, bankrupt and potentially kill someone. Yeah, and they went bankrupt like fucking. I think four or five times. Holy shit! Yeah, dude, what's your biggest fear? Uh, dying, I guess. Is it? I don't know. It can't be if you're doing shit like that. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, my biggest actually, my biggest fear would be like losing the people around me that I care about. That so. doesn't count. What do you mean? I feel like that's a lot of people. Then like. Burning to death? What do you want? All right. Yeah, I guess, what are you looking I for? guess you're right. I shouldn't have said that. That's your biggest fear. Snakes. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. What are you, Indiana Jones now? No, yeah. <laughs> fire. Fire. Not fire. Like, I'm not Being afraid burnt. of fire. But burning God, to death. God, that would, would hurt be awful. so bad. I burnt myself for like half a second and it hurt. Right. Ooh, I think you your imagine? body would shut down pretty quick, though. Like, you'd be like, yeah, ah, people are running around. This screaming. hurts, but you wouldn't, like, feel it necessarily There's you would nothing just know you it do hurt. no it would fucking hurt real bad i think you'd be screaming the at whole a certain time. point when pain gets so high though your body just shuts it off and you're just Ugh. like i know this is bad probably yeah yuck drowning would be terrible what a great way to end the episode <laughs> if you were drowning See, would you just try and drink all the water yeah I would, too. There's if, if nothing was, else I could do. If I was drowning and I was like, oh, shit, there's no coming back from this. Like, if you're in a pool and somebody put a roof over the pool. And I knew there was and no you, getting there's out. no way getting out. And I couldn't bang on it enough yeah. or anything. And they just start it. drinking until you could breathe. Yeah. Well, I would just relax and inhale. Same with, like, dude, the best way to go. Oh, this is the worst conversation. The best way to go other than your <laughs> sleep uh, is freezing to death. Wait, did you say the worst way to go other no, than the your best. sleep? Okay. The best yeah. way to go other than your sleep. In your sleep for sure. Yeah, in your best. sleep is the best. But uh, outside of that, freezing to death. Um, Not a gunshot wound? No, that would be horrible. But you don't know. What do you mean? You don't I'm know. not saying you're doing it to yourself. I'm saying you just get shot and killed. No, yeah, it would hurt. It, but you wouldn't even know. Would it hurt? You'd die instantly. If it was like through the back of the head. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm no. not saying like you get shot in the arm 20 times. Um, I don't know. I would I would want an open casket, so I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I just, yeah, that would suck. But I'm not saying, by the way, I'm not saying this is great. Freezing to death, though. Would be terrible. No, you, you're cold, you're cold, you're cold. And then Do you love being cold or something? I don't mind it as much. I hate it. You're shivering. It's terrible. But you're shivering. You're like, oh, my God, this is terrible. And then all of a sudden, your body releases endorphins. You go very warm. You get relaxed, and you fall asleep. From hypothermia? Mm-hmm. Nah, I, ugh, that may sound good to you. That sounds terrible to me. It sounds uh, better than getting shot in the head, Kevin. What if you were walking on a pond, and the ice broke, and you get stuck under the ice? God, that sounds scary, but yeah, it would probably awful. Be Horrifying. a similar thing. Horrifying. It'd be better than being burned alive. Would it? Yeah, it would take a little longer. I think you're drowning. Would you have fun and just be like, you know what? I can't get out. Let me do, do a little deep sea diving. Yeah, I'm gonna do a handstand underwater. <laughs> yeah. 
Check out how long I do this handstand. Hey, check me out. I'm doing a tea party <laughs> under the ice. Or would you just, I mean, I, I know, you just keep banging on the ice to try and no, crack you would. it. That's what you do. But God damn it. You see that guy, 104 years old. Um, Wants to end his own life. He did today. Yeah. Um, yeah, went to Switzerland or something mm-hmm. and listened to some song and took himself out. I don't know how he did it. I didn't read the whole story. but I think it's like an injection thing. Yeah? Oh, yeah, because they do it for you, right? Yeah. Man, what a fucking way to go to know that you're going. Like death row. Uh, kind of better than not, I guess. I guess. You pick your way. And if you're going to do it, probably overdose or injection is the way to just kind of ease and do it. Again, it's like... But God, well, after like the freezing, shot, fuck that, man. It's, yeah, it's like freezing oh, that's death. You just get relaxed and go to sleep. I love life so much that it terrifies me to think about that. To know you get injected and you're like, that's it. See yeah. ya. He wasn't unhealthy. He was just 104. Done with this shit. Right? A scientist yeah. knew what, whatever. Man, wild. Wild. <sighs> so much... All right. Make sure to email us how you'd like to die. <laughs> Facebook. It's in a Facebook message of the show yeah. on different ways to kill Joe. Uh, no, don't do that. We like Joe. Please make them pleasant where I get relaxed and fall asleep. Right? Take a ton of Xanax. Yeah. No, I'm not giving anybody advice. This is terrible. Uh, everybody, <laughs> thanks for listening. If you've, li- if you've stayed for this long, we appreciate it. Uh, tell your friends to listen to the show. This was uh, an interesting one. We went hard in the paint on NBA and then got real nerdy with business talk and, and comic book shit. And then decided to slit our wrists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so tune in. You guys going to do one next week? You and Chris? I hope so. I do too. Yeah. If Chris can make it out, I'll definitely do one with him. Okay. Um, I, I, cause I like the ones you and Chris just do when I'm not here. Um, they're better than the ones with you and me. That's for sure. Try we, to we get, just have no chemistry. Try to get your buddy Mark to call in for you. <laughs> I did. I sent him a message. He hasn't responded. No, I'm saying when you're out of, when you're out of town. Oh, to just have him call in next week. Yeah, and he for can sure. be, he can be your standing. That be you would love that. I would. <laughs> you would title the podcast something totally different than this to just start your own with him. Yeah. <laughs> Mark and Joe podcast. <laughs> we have three episodes a year. Break down that new Predator trailer. <laughs> Oh, my God, I'm so sweaty. God, you would. Would you have an erection if he was on? No. Promise? No. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to try and sell it to him. I bet you wouldn't. I'll have a full boner the entire time you're on the phone, bro. (laughs) Uh, Everybody, yeah, thanks for listening. Enjoy your week. TPC uh, Sawgrass, the Players' Championship, is this weekend, which I will be watching. So enjoy that. It's It's the fifth major. Which doesn't really count because there's four majors, but it's a hell of a tournament. 17th hole. You've played Tiger Woods. We made you. The 17th hole, the island? No, it was just a line did from you ever Kanye ace West that one? College Dropout. I know, but did you ever ace it in Tiger Woods? No. You never did on TPC Sawgrass? You want to get pissed off? You never played it? I didn't play a lot. I played a couple rounds. I wasn't that guy. Yeah, we need to go. Just suck the dance I know you don't get a chance to take